Hello, Priscilla. Uh, thanks for uh, doing one of our fireside chats this year. Can you tell us uh, a little bit about who you are and uh, your history here at the church? Sure. Um, well, I'm Priscilla Coppel, and I was born and raised here in San Antonio, and I'm a, what we call a cradle Episcopalian. And I was baptized at St. Paul's and grew up, and my parents went to St. David's to help start it. Uh, and I lived in Virginia for a number of years, uh, but I came back about 20 years ago to San Antonio and decided reconciliation would be my church home. Um, and then I didn't really plan on this, but it so happened that I got a job here at Reconciliation and was on staff for about 15 years, I guess. How long did you go here before you um, came on staff? Well, I started part-time, so I guess it was maybe about 18 months. Okay. And then someone left um, unexpectedly and suddenly, and I filled in a little bit part-time. And then it sort of morphed into a full-time job. And Can I ask what originally, because you did have this history at St. Paul's and St. David's, what was the thing that drew you to reconciliation? Um, well, actually, after my father died, my mother did move from St. David's to reconciliation. So I was familiar with it. And some of my extended family does attend, does are members here also. So it was always going to be a consideration. But I did visit other churches in town before I decided that this really was going to be home. I didn't want to just select it sort of by fault because yeah. of the history and familiarity with it. Well, we're glad you, uh, you chose reconciliation. I am too. <laughs> so uh, we're in the midst of our generosity campaign uh, this year, and the theme that we have chosen uh, is grounded in love. Um, and so I was hoping that you could tell us a little bit about how this community, this church, has helped you to be grounded in God's love. Well, definitely through people, both individually and collectively. Um, I think other people um, hold you accountable, they inspire you, you learn from them, they encourage you. Um, they teach you, even, and sometimes the ways are um, planned or sort of formal, like at a class or through a ceremony, like a retreat. But other times it's sort of serendipitous, or something someone says to talk you out of, or um, the way someone really truly and deeply listens to you and encourages you or gives you some insight. So since we're in the midst of our generosity campaign, could you tell me uh, a little bit about uh, what you think of when you think of generosity or what generosity means to you? Well, well I think it stems, um, stems from uh, an awareness and an appreciation for the abundance that surrounds us mm. in our lives. Um, and then we because we recognize that abundance and the generosity of others, we want to give back or extend that abundance to and with others. Yeah, I think what I hear you saying is that generosity is relational. 
Yes, the calls yeah. we've received, we're, we're able to pass that along or give that to other people. I think that's one of the beauties uh, of, of being involved in the church community is that we are blessed by other people. And then we want to turn around and right. bless others. And other people, you know, show us the way. Yeah. Um, give us examples of what their lives would be like in this or what forms it might take. Well, that leads me to my next question. <laughs> well, uh, can you uh, maybe give us some examples of uh, a person, a place, or a thing that really comes to mind when you think about generosity? Ooh, well, there's, there's so many. Um, one story that's been on my mind, because I mentioned it in, in the adult formation class recently, uh, was an older couple that were members here for decades, uh, Sonny and Paul Conley, and they were very quietly generous. But one thing they did was to plant, I think they're red oaks, they planted two red oaks, one on each side of the entrance to the back parking lot. And when they planted them, of course they were very small, but they tended them, watered them, dragon hosed them near the bell tower over there. For, until they were well established, until they were rooted and yeah. grounded. Yeah. And um, they are no longer with us on this earth, unfortunately. They haven't been for years and years and years. But the trees are still there, and they're grown now considerably. And this summer, I was over here midday, it was one of those brutally hot days we had. And someone had, who was walking past had stopped to rest in the shade of one of those trees. And it just occurred to me that the generosity of Tony and Paul is, is still being uh, enjoyed in a, and appreciated by others. That's a great story. It's amazing how our generosity can actually outlive us. Yes. Um, that's really beautiful. And I think there are lots of examples like that around here. Um, well, thank you, Priscilla. This has been... Uh, illuminating uh, for me. Is are any closing thoughts or final things that you wanted to share before we close up? I don't think so. Except I, I, I really do like to focus on generosity. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you here again next week on Fireside Chats. <laughs>